0: Part three, chapter forty eight of Thus Spake Zarathustra by Friedrich Nietzsche, translated by Thomas Common. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. BEFORE SUNRISE O oh, heaven above me, thou pure, thou deep heaven, thou abyss of light, gazing on thee I tremble with divine desires, up to thy height to toss myself, that is MY depth! In thy purity to hide myself that is mine innocence the god veileth his beauty thus hidest thou thy stars thou speakest not thus proclaimest thou thy wisdom unto me mute o'er the raging sea hast thou risen for me today thy love and thy modesty make a revelation unto my raging soul IN THAT THOU CAMEST UNTO ME BEAUTIFUL, VEILED IN THY BEAUTY, IN THAT THOU SPAKEST UNTO ME MUTELY, OBVIOUS IN THY WISDOM. Oh, HOW COULD I FAIL TO DIVINE ALL THE MODESTY OF THY SOUL? BEFORE THE SUN DIDST THOU COME UNTO ME, THE LONESOMEST ONE. WE HAVE BEEN FRIENDS FROM THE BEGINNING. TO US ARE GRIEF, GRUESOMENESS, AND GROUND COMMON even the sun is common to us we do not speak to each other because we know too much we keep silent to each other we smile our knowledge to each other art thou not the light of my fire hast thou not the sister soul of mine insight together did we learn everything together did we learn to ascend beyond ourselves to ourselves and to smile uncloudedly, uncloudedly to smile down out of luminous eyes and out of miles of distance, when under us constraint and purpose and guilt steam like rain. And I wandered alone. For what did my soul hunger by night and in labyrinthine paths? And climbed I mountains, Whom did I ever seek, if not thee upon mountains? And all my wandering and mountain-climbing, A necessity was it merely, and a makeshift of the unhandy one, To fly only, wanteth mine entire will, to fly into thee. And what have I hated more than passing clouds, And whatever tainteth thee? And mine own hatred have I even hated, because it tainted thee. The passing clouds I detest, those stealthy cats of prey. They take from thee and me what is common to us, the vast, unbounded yea and amen saying. These mediators and mixers we detest, the passing clouds, those half-and-half ones that have neither learned to bless nor to curse from the heart. Rather, will I sit in a tub under a closed heaven, rather will I sit in the abyss without heaven, than see thee, thou luminous heaven, tainted with passing clouds. And oft have I longed to pin them fast with the jagged gold wires of lightning, that I might, like the thunder, beat the drum upon their kettle-bellies. An angry drummer, because they rob me of thy yea and amen. Thou heaven above me, thou pure, thou luminous heaven, thou abyss of light, because they rob thee of my yea and amen. For rather will I have noise and thunders and tempest-blasts than this discreet, doubting cat-repose." And also amongst men do I hate, most of all, the soft treaders, and half-and-half ones, and the doubting, hesitating, passing clouds. And he who cannot bless shall learn to curse. This clear teaching dropped unto me from the clear heaven. The star standeth in my heaven even in dark nights. I, however, am a blesser and a yeasayer. If thou but be around me, thou pure, thou luminous heaven, thou abyss of light, into all abysses do I then carry my beneficent yea-saying. A blesser have I become and a yea-sayer. And therefore strove I long, and was I a striver, that I might one day get my hands free for blessing. This, however, is my blessing, to stand above everything as its own heaven, its round roof, its azure bell, and eternal security. And blessed is he who thus blesseth. For all things are baptized at the font of eternity, and beyond good and evil. Good and evil themselves, however, are but fugitive shadows and damp afflictions and passing clouds. Verily, it is a blessing and not a blasphemy when I teach that, above all things there standeth the heaven of chance the heaven of innocence the heaven of hazard the heaven of wantonness of hazard that is the oldest nobility in the world that gave i back to all things i emancipated them from bondage under purpose this freedom and celestial serenity did i put like an azure bell above all things when I taught that over them and through them no eternal will willeth. This wantonness and folly did I put in place of that will when I taught that in everything there is one thing impossible, rationality. A little reason, to be sure, a germ of wisdom scattered from star to star, this leaven is mixed in all things for the sake of folly wisdom is mixed in all things a little wisdom is indeed possible but this blessed security have i found in all things that they prefer to dance on the feet of chance Oh, heaven above me thou pure thou lofty heaven this is now thy purity unto me that there is no eternal reason spider and reason cobweb that thou art to me a dancing floor for divine chances that thou art to me a table of the gods for divine dice and dice players but thou blushest have i spoken unspeakable things have i abused when i meant to bless thee or is it the shame of being two of us that maketh thee blush dost thou bid me go and be silent because now day cometh the world is deep and deeper than e'er the day could read not everything may be uttered in presence of day but day cometh so let us part o heaven above me thou modest one thou glowing one O thou, my happiness before sunrise! The day cometh, so let us part. Thus Spake Zarathustra Notes by Anthony M. Ludovici Here we have a record of Zarathustra's avowal of optimism, as also the important statement concerning chance or accident. Verse 27 Those who are familiar with Nietzsche's philosophy will not require to be told what an important role his doctrine of chance plays in his teaching. The giant chance has hitherto played with the puppet man. This is the fact he cannot contemplate with equanimity. Man shall now exploit chance, he says again and again, and make it fall on its knees before him. See verse thirty three in On the Olive Mount, and verses nine to ten in The Bedwarfing Virtue. End of part three, chapter forty eight, recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia.